Hello, how are you? My name is Jenny and this is another episode of Out on a Tangent. Today we are going to be doing another real and fakery, but this time of the story about Pocahontas. So let's get into it. If you hear that sliding around in the back, that's my uh, fob. (laughs) All right, so let's get right into it. So I am going to kind of go under the guise that people listening to this have seen the movie Pocahontas. But have you seen the movie Pocahontas 2, Journey to a New World? So I just watched it um, recently the other day, and that was the first time in a very long time that I had watched that one. They were able to find most of the original cast um, and bring them back on. The only one that kind of did not come back from the original to voice their character was Mel Gibson for Captain John Smith. Instead, he was a little too busy with making uh, the movie Chicken Run, which some of you may or may not know. So he advocated for his brother to be able to fill that uh, role for him. All right, so (sighs) this movie was a, where did I write it down? Uh, It was listed as being produced by Walt Disney Home Video. So while the other Pocahontas was made by Disney, they really thought it was going to be their next greatest thing, Um, which little trivia information for some of you at home, they really thought that Pocahontas was going to be like their next big movie. Um, People were leaving the Lion King project to go work on Pocahontas. Um, Everyone thought that the Lion King was just kind of going to be another dud um, and that Pocahontas, princesses, etc. Like, that's where it was at. It's funny because, like, when you think of those two movies, one of them has a much stronger audience than the other. Um, I do want to say I love the movie Pocahontas. I've said it before on the podcast. That's not to say that I am delusional, and I think that is the correct telling of Pocahontas. I really appreciate the film for what it is just at face value um especially like she's a woman who chooses her family and herself over a love interest at the end um when captain john smith spoiler was trying to bring her back to england she kept saying like no she needed to be with her people and i really respect that and she was our first princess that really kind of chose a sense of self over a sense of just kind of being the wife or a spouse. Um, so I really appreciate that. Um, what else did I want to say about the original? The original movie also, when I was an art student, we did a lot of work on, listen, we all know, we all can acknowledge, Disney got a lot of things wrong when they made Pocahontas. Something that they got right, though, was if you look at the animation style, you'll notice that Pocahontas has a lot of, like, very angular features. And they did that intentionally to create the characters as a whole being more angular than what they were maybe 
known for doing at that time, especially like when you compare her to Belle or the Little Mermaid um, or even Aladdin. And that's because they really wanted to be reflective of the carvings that they found from different tribes um, on canoes. So they did a lot wrong, don't get me wrong, but there were people who were trying to do things right. Um, Another couple quick facts about Pocahontas, both one and two. Um, Pocahontas, her uh, father, Chief Powhatan, uh, Nakoma, and not Grandmother Willow, um, but Cocoam, and forgetting his name but the shaman in the first movie I want to say it's Kakite um, but I will fact check myself right now Um, but those individuals all had native voices um, kind of playing to that role so like again not doing things right but there were some people that were making some kind of an effort and I did just fact check myself it's not Kikita it's Kikata so almost right but I'm still wrong so I do apologize for that um so let's get into the true story and then I'll go back to Pocahontas too so the true story it's really interesting when I was looking it up I used two sources of the indigenous foundation um Along with, I use more than two sources, but I use the Indigenous Foundation, and if I can turn my page, uh, there we are. Um, I also used um, 1CT, which, again, is going off of Indigenous voices, Native voices, um, and then to kind of... Because those are indigenous versions of the story. I kind of wanted to see what I could find in terms of, frankly, the whitewashed version of things. So I used the Jamestown Rediscovery Foundation. Um, It is a .gov website. It is sponsored by the Preservation of Virginia Historic Jamestown, along with the National Park Service. And then I used the History Channel because they had a lot of details. Now, if you were to come in, just the amount of information that I have from my, like, I'm going to say, like, white-backed resources is the equivalent to one of my indigenous packets that I printed off. Um, The Jamestown Rediscovery Foundation was just riddled with inaccuracies, um, really mirroring more of the movie than any sort of reality, which I found really interesting. And this, in fact, friends, is why it's so important to kind of fact check things and to look at things from multiple angles to kind of get a fuller picture. Um, I had learned in like one of my philosophy or psychology classes there's always three versions of a story at least and it's a mine yours and the truth um, which is going to be somewhere in between but I think it says a lot when we're looking at 
these white-backed resources, and they're talking about how, um, you know, Pocahontas was able to, like, row herself to Jamestown, even though she was in uh, Wericomo. And where she was, she needed to cross a really large river, and there's no way she would have been able to cross that by herself in one of the canoes that they say that she did because the History Channel and the Indigenous Foundation, along with 1CT, all give accounts of this canoe weighing over 400 pounds. And you have to keep in mind, and all of these sources um, will attest to this, not the movie, but all my sources have agreed that Pocahontas was not her name at birth, um, that... She met John Smith in 1607, and that's kind of the major things that they agree on. Um, So I am going to go to the Indigenous Foundation actually has like a really cool article. Um, This is going to be the one that I'm leaning on kind of the most today. Um, because it's literally called The True Story Behind Disney's Pocahontas. And it's written by Mira Baswan. So, in the story of Pocahontas, the movie, we know that the settlers come, they're looking for gold. They think that um, this tribe is hiding the gold from them. There's a lot of misunderstandings. And John Smith and Pocahontas end up falling in love. Well, in reality, when John Smith came to her town, she was only 9 or 10 years old, while he was 27 years old. Um, The two were never romantically involved. Um, Because Pocahontas' father was the chief of... Where... um, Sorry. We Wokomoko. There it is. Um, Lots of people had planned on kidnapping her, um, because that's what you do when you want to take over land, I guess. Um, And the chief, Chief Powhatan, agreed, but only because he was given the option of temporarily let us take Pocahontas and nothing will happen to her or we'll kill all your people. Um, So given the option... (laughs) He was like, yeah, okay, so Pocahontas is going to be gone temporarily. Um, And he was given a pot made of copper to kind of be like that good faith that, see, we don't mean you any harm. We're giving you a gift. Um, That being said, um, Captain Samuel Argyll gave the chief that pot and claimed that he traded Pocahontas for that pot, meaning that he was equating her life, really, and freedom to a copper pot, which is pretty bananas to me. Um, Upon being kidnapped, she was brought to England. Um, She had already been married. She had already had a kid. At this point, she's about, like, 14, 15 years old. Uh, She did marry... They say um, a soldier in her tribe, Kokoam, and they had had a child, little Kokoam, but uh, there are varying disputes on what happened to Kokoam. Some people saying that he was killed, 
some saying he was kidnapped and we just don't know. Um, so I don't want to say with any like firm certainty, but I think if we look at the bigger context, we can draw different conclusions, but I can't make that assumption <laughs> because it, we don't, we don't know. Um, so she was brought to England and she had been abused by her English captors and many responses this story is a dark one. There are trigger warnings for um, all sorts of bad things um, of depression and abuse and sexual assault. Um, if if you would like to dive down it, I found it to be a really interesting read um, and kind of a very inspiring one as well while I was doing research for this podcast. But it's definitely a lot to digest um, I'm going to keep it as PG-13 as I can, um, kind of scaling a little bit on that younger end if possible, but just to let you know, like it is a very dark story. Um, so while being abused by her English captors, she became pregnant with another, she would eventually come to find out, son, um, and named him Thomas. She eventually converted to Christianity and her name was changed to Rebecca. Um, she was set to return home from England in the spring of 1617. All accounts say that she was perfectly healthy and in good condition to return. However, shortly after having dinner along with John Rolfe and Samuel Argyll, she quickly vomited and then died. Uh, she had not even turned 21 at the time of her death. When her tribe had found out about all of this information, they had begged and pleaded to have her body brought back so they could do a proper ceremony and burial. Um, unfortunately, um, both Jean Rolfe and Samuel Argyll said that they did not know where her body was located, just that... Um, it was brought to Gravesend in England, um, and when her father had heard of the news, he ended up dying about a year or less than a year after her from grief. So Disney definitely took its liberties. They romanticized her life in many, many fashions, um, sugar-coated a lot of trauma that indigenous peoples have faced, um, and kind of like just glossed over how rough colonization was. Um, so those are my facts from the Indigenous Foundation. And it it's a lot. Um, what's his name? John Solo does a really interesting and very digestible um, YouTube video talking about everything wrong with Pocahontas and then he like did a recent episode too. recent being like 2019, maybe 2018, somewhere in there. Um, but back to John Smith with the original one, um, the original Pocahontas, he was feared by many natives, but not because he was like an overly like threatening man in stature, but because he would meet people with the gun, like pointed to their face. Um, and he was known for 
demanding food and supplies, even when like crops had just been like very, very bad. Um, he was captured by the chief's younger brother and the English and Powhatan feared the actions of the Spanish. They formed an alliance actually. And some other things that were pretty interesting was the chief grew to like Smith and eventually offered him the position of where once, um, which is basically like chief of colonists. Um, so he was the leader of the colonists and recognized by the Powhatan tribe um, as well as, you know, he was given a lot more livable area for his people with great access to, um, like, game. So deer, bears, all that stuff, and also seafood. Children weren't allowed to attend any sort of religious ritual to the Werowance ceremony. So there's no way that Pocahontas could have kind of, like, thrown herself to protect John Smith because she wouldn't have been at that ceremony, whether they were beheading him, which is what some records say, or what more records are saying is that it was, he had to lay his head on a rock, but it, he wasn't about to like paint the rocks with his head. Um, he, it was a gesture of peace and trust and all of that um, good stuff. So, it's really interesting how people have changed the narrative so much or have changed the story so much to fit their narrative. So John Smith continued on living more or less peacefully with the Powhatan people. Um, and it wasn't until after everybody had died in 1624 that had gone on that trip with him that he ended up coming out with this story that like, Oh, like people tried to kill him and this, that, whatever. Um, so that's by and large, a very large like overview of Pocahontas's story. Like I said, I really recommend these facts. Um, these different sources, like I learned so much. Um, also, the book Lies My Teacher Taught Me. Very interesting read and kind of plays into this as well. Um, she did marry Jean Rolfe. I know we had talked about Thomas Rolfe. But it was not out of love. It was out of an alliance. Um, and yes, Pocahontas did end up converting to Christianity. But primarily because she had been married to Jean Rolfe as a political alliance and she wanted to um, kind of like make sure that she could protect her people the best way she knew how. And if she had gone back to England being like, no, like I'm Christian, I'm doing this, look at my son and look at all these clothes I'm wearing and look at how I'm presenting myself. She basically had hit a huge depression and had felt very defeated, but was doing all of this in the name of trying to protect her people. Um, so 
I could go on and on about Pocahontas's life, but let's go into the atrocities of Pocahontas 2, Journey to a New Land. Like I said, the movie, this movie in particular was made, one, because at that point, Disney was making lots of sequels, um, trying to get the cash grabs. They could, um, Little Mermaid 2 had come out, there was a Lion King 2, and they were already in talks for a third Lion King, which would become Lion King 1 and a half. Um, lots and lots of sequels were coming out. This is like when all the Aladdin like straight to VHS or DVDs were popping out too. So quick cash grab, but also Disney was like, oh no, we can like correct everything that we got wrong. Well, after watching that movie yesterday, wow, did they get so much <laughs> more wrong. Um, so the Knights never ambushed John Smith for treason. I'm kind of going to go through these in bullet points and how I have them listed. And I think it's going to be like really interesting. Um, so yeah, Knights never ambushed John Smith for treason. Um, Ratcliffe, by the way, was a real person, kind of. So what they did for Ratcliffe was there were three ships that first like went to this new world. Um, it was the Susan Constant, the Godspeed, and the Discovery. Based off looks, Ratcliffe had captained the Discovery, but all three captains combined kind of made up Ratcliffe, and they only came up with that name because it sounds like a villain's name. Um, John Smith was not a good-looking man <laughs> from all accounts. He was very manipulative, scummy, um, and he just retold Pocahontas' story to fit whatever narrative to help him get ahead at different points in his life. Because first, the natives loved him and this, that, whatever, which I'm sure we can all acknowledge is probably not the case. Uh, and then very quickly to, oh, well, they tried to kill me. And it's like, well, <laughs> one of these things is not like the other. Uh and I'm not saying that they did or they didn't, but Pocahontas definitely did not, by all accounts, um, throw her head upon John Smith's to protect him. So, do, do, do. Um, Russell Means voiced Powhatan in both the original and the sequel. He's an Oglala Lakota activist, and or he was, um, and he was very forthcoming about what Disney could have done better, but also wanted to be that own voice and take this opportunity to help spread the message that native people are people deserve rights, deserve land, um, all that goodness. Um, so in Pocahontas two, this movie claims that Powhatan was wanted to sail back to England, not Pocahontas. Um, and that they just wanted to, like, do kind of, like, a quick little, like, meet and greet. Not even um, a grand meeting of the minds to try and forge this alliance further or anything like that. It was literally just going over to be like, hey, I see you're a person. Okay, great. Um, 
And Pohatan had, in Pocahontas, had sent a bodyguard. And Pocahontas also volunteers to go. Now, she did go the trip that she ended up, unfortunately, dying on. She did end up going with her sister and a brother-in-law. But they weren't there for bodyguards. They had also been captured. Uh, They were just not as outspoken as she was. Um, In this movie, Jean Rolfe continues to protect her from crews on ship. Uh, She also wears ballet flats in this movie, which is really interesting because the first movie, um, she was barefoot and Disney had actually gotten a lot of pushback because she was barefoot. So in Pocahontas 2, they had made her wear like nude color ballet flats. Also in Pocahontas 2, she was welcomed with open arms by absolutely everyone in London. Um, Ratcliffe had persuaded King James to declare war before Pocahontas even arrived, which is not exactly how that worked out. Uh, Again, they had formed an alliance and the king actually was like very against like this horrific treatment of natives because if people are being killed left and right, then they're not going to be, you know, showing the settlers, the colonizers, how to grow tobacco or other goods. Um, in Pocahontas, too, it was inconceivable that a woman could be chief. Pocahontas's tribe did, in fact, allow for women chiefs, also allowed for women to get divorced. Um, it was not even seen as progressive, but it was very progressive by London standards. Um, again, in the movie, she must meet the king at a ball to prove that she's civilized and stop the war. If she can't prove that she's civilized, then they plan on throwing her in jail. Um, Also in the movie, there is talk about how much Pocahontas loves the clothing and the underwear, and she's just so enamored by all the sparkly things, when in reality, like, there have been many accounts of Pocahontas being so uncomfortable in London's clothes that she was, like, known for, like, tearing them off of her because, again, uncomfortable, and she wasn't used to being so covered. Um, again, in the movie, she happily takes off her mother's necklace and kind of loses sight of her ancestry. Um, the natives instigate fights every time in the movie. Jean Rolfe and Pocahontas quickly fell in love, which, again, we've read through sources and we've talked about how they were not in love. It was political gain at best um and she was sabotaged at the king's ball because they were doing bear baiting and it brought her to defend the animal and only then did the king think she was a quote-unquote savage um king james had her arrested in the movie and john smith along with jean rolf saved her which absolutely not John Smith and Pocahontas did, in fact, end up meeting up again in London. That part is true. Um, But it was not a happy reunion. Pocahontas really kind of chewed him out for betraying all of the natives. Um, 
trust and just their civilization. So Smith and Pocahontas convince the king that the war will solve nothing and they end up with like a giant like sword fight scene. Um, Smith and Rolf end up like capturing Ratcliffe a little bit. Ratcliffe ends up getting arrested and John Smith was a hero to everyone, which is really not accurate. He was kind of a joke to everyone. Um, and Uti in Pocahontas 2 was her bodyguard and he ends up staying behind because he had fallen in love with London um, which again is just not accurate um, Jean Rolfe did end up going back to London along with their son Thomas about like 20 years after Pocahontas's death he did end up going back to visit his father in the Virginia area that we know it as today because his father had taken the closed practice of growing tobacco and learned how to do that, which is part of the reason why Pocahontas married him because he wanted to learn how to grow tobacco so he could sell it. Uh, it was a huge thing when it took off in London. Um, so he had reunited with his father, Thomas had reunited with his father when he was about 20 or 30-ish years old. Um, and in doing so, he was really just there to claim the money that his father had made all throughout the years and get his inheritance. So pretty scummy people. <laughs> um, really not so great stuff. I would love to hear your thoughts. I know I... I tried to stick to a, a script and it just made me sound so much more tangent than normal. But again, that's why this podcast is called Out on a Tangent. Um, so if you have any thoughts, if you have any questions, I would love for you to come in. I would love to hear your thoughts on Pocahontas 1 and 2. Because like I said, that movie is the first one is one of my favorites and I hold it near and dear to my heart so very much. And like it was my childhood in so many ways. Um, I really identified <laughs> for whatever reason, I'm very white, but for whatever reason, I really identified with Pocahontas um, in that first movie, but Pocahontas too in my opinion, is very terrible. <laughs> the animation quality went down significantly. The songs are bad. <laughs> um, so I would love to hear someone else's perspective on all of this information. Um, but I would definitely say the movie and the real story are vastly different. And it's so important to educate ourselves as a collective um, on the real story because that's how we'll learn and grow and do better. All right. So I've rambled enough. I am about to go take my lunch break, I think. So with that, I will leave you there. Um, if you have any comments or questions, you can always reach out to me at Jenny, J-E-N-N-Y at MerrimackLibrary.org. Um, or you can come into the building or you can check out our Instagram, send us a message there. We are Merrimack L I B N H or Merrimack Lib N H. 
Um, you can message us on Facebook. We're just the Merrimack Public Library. Our Twitter is the same name as our Instagram. Same thing with our TikTok. All right. So I think that's all. Have a great day, and I will talk to you next time. Bye.